Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. Hey, welcome back to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast, where the mission of the show is to center the care, healing, joy, and abundance of Black women from a Christian and faith-based perspective. If you're new here, my name is Bree, and I'm the host of the show, as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care. So I want to thank you so much for pressing play on this episode. You know, recently, as in a few days ago, I had a seven-day self-love challenge in my free Facebook group. And every day, I came on live into the group for, you know, five, ten minutes And I talked about different areas of self-love from uh, taking care of your body. And um, what else did I talk about? I'm trying to think off the top of my head. (laughs) Taking care of your body and um, taking time to unplug and and things like that. And also speaking like words of affirmation over yourself because that is super important. But day one was really, I mean, all the days for me were like, you know, kind of heavy hitting. But day one was really like, it was just like really hitting me. And it's because day one was really about committing to the process as well as committing to yourself. Like when at the beginning of this seven day self-love challenge, I was kind of talking about how to kind of move through each day, you really have to be committed. You really have to commit to yourself and say, you know, I'm worthy of self-love. I'm worthy of taking care of myself. I'm worthy of, of, of spending this time, you know, and, and doing this challenge. So really just committing to yourself. Now, I think the thing about commitment is that sometimes, you know, and, I, and I'm just speaking for myself here, but I know for a fact that other people or other other women have similar experiences. Like sometimes... Commitment is hard because if if you if you were never kind of shown what commitment was, like if it was something that, you know, in your family, like your dad or your mom, there was not really any signs of commitment. 
and then previous generation before that, their parents, if there was like no sign of commitment and before that there was no signs of commitment and what commitment and what honoring commitments look like if that chain was broken somewhere along the way, um, which I find has happened in a lot of our families um, in one way or another, you know, it, it's hard to commit and to say, hey, you know what? I am I am committing to myself. I'm committing to doing X, Y, Z. This is what it looks like. This is how it's going to feel. It's, 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 it's kind of hard, right? And there's no shame in that. Some of us, we are doing things differently. We're, we're like, some of us are in a position where we are changing the whole dynamic for our family. Like from this point forward, we're changing, like just shifting everything. Like the things that happened in the past, we are moving beyond that. So that way, the next generation that springs from us that, you know, if we decide to have children or people that we come into contact with, like little children and things like that, um, we're like changing the game. So some of us are, I know that sounds kind of heavy, but this is like, this is real talk. This is real talk. Some of us were put here, like our purpose, part of our purpose was to be that, that shift that your family needs down the line, right? So that got me to thinking like, well... We're talking about committing on day one. I've gotten messages here and there. Like some people, some of you, some of us, we don't know like what, what commitment or like what, what self-love really looks like when you are committed or like what love really looks like when you are committed to another person. I didn't really have a, a an exceptional um, example of that. And so now I am working, like, when I practice self-love for myself, it's, it's, it's helping me to really get a better understanding of how that looks to be committed, how that feels to be committed, um, even if you're not necessarily in a relationship, if that makes sense. Some of us are going to be the examples for our children so that they can see what healthy, committed love looks like in action. Some of us have to be the first ones to really lock that in. Like, you know how some of us are the first ones to go to college. Some of us are the first ones to graduate from high school. Whatever the case, some of us are the first ones to ever buy a house. Like, we're, some of us are really taking on ownership of being the first to do certain things. And we're, we're shifting narratives and we're breaking old narratives and, and things like that from our family. Things that were kind of like passed down. So, I wanted to talk about, you know... I think it would be easy to kind of relate what self-love looks like, but from a, from a lens of, instead of self-love, like being in a relationship with someone else. Because I think it's easier to see it when, when we're in a relationship with someone else. Like, how do we treat that person? Like, if you're married, how do you treat your husband? Or your, 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 your boyfriend, like if you're not married, but you're in a relationship, like how are you treating that person or your, or someone that you care about so much or you love so much? How do you treat them? How do you treat them? And the interesting thing that I was thinking of is when I was kind of writing my notes for the show is these things that I'm going to say, these are things actually that God does for us. He is the prime example of what love is. He is the prime example of what commitment is. He is the prime example of, 
of, of just love in action. And so we can model that for our own relationships and, and especially the relationship that we have with ourselves, because you are in relationship with yourself. You will be in relationship with yourself for the longest period of time. The relationship that you have with yourself is the longest relationship you will ever have in your life. I don't care if you're single, married, have kids, don't have kids, um, like whatever your personal situation is, being in a relationship with yourself is the longest relationship you will ever have while you're on this earth. And of course, your relationship with God, whatever that looks like for you. But physically speaking, the relationship you have with yourself is going to be the, the longest relationship you will ever have. I hope that makes sense. And so we've got to really lock down what it means to be in relationship with ourselves, and and how to really commit to loving ourselves. So again, these things that I'm going to be briefly, <laughs> briefly speaking about, you know, I think are going to help in case you're struggling, like, well, how do I love myself? How do I show that I love myself? How do I show up for myself? How do I show that I'm committed to myself and committed to really just taking care of myself the way that I deserve? I don't know what that looks like. I never had a good example of that. Nobody taught me that. Nobody showed me how to have a healthy relationship with myself. I want to talk to you about a few ways that will hopefully kind of spur some ideas and kind of get the ball rolling, okay? So, um, and again, these things are just things that, like, God does for us, like, every single day. And um, also, these are things that if you're in a relationship or if you've ever been in a relationship with someone else that you cared about and loved, I'm sure that some of these things that I'm going to mention are things that you have done for this other person at some point. Okay, we need to be able to reserve and or not reserve, but do these things for ourselves too, because you are worth that. You are worth that. That same love that you are giving or trying to give to somebody else and how you're trying to show for someone else. These are the same things that you yourself are worthy of and worth. And they need to be reciprocated back to you. Right. So the first thing that I would say is um, you choose them, right? You choose them. When you are in a relationship, you have chosen that person. However you guys met, however you felt about him, like whatever you saw in him, you chose him. You chose him, right? So you should understand hopefully what it means and what that felt like and be able to do that for yourself. You've got to choose yourself. That is a, a strong way to love yourself and to be committed to yourself. You've got to choose yourself. Okay? So what does that look like, choosing yourself? It's showing that you're committed. It's raising your hand and saying, you know what? I'm going to start to put myself first. It means saying, you know, I am a priority in my life. It's It looks like, you know, no matter what, you know what I'm saying? I choose me. You got to choose yourself. If you're waiting for someone, sis, to come and choose you, 
so that you can then say, I love myself, please. You First of all, you might be waiting for a length of time. And number two, you don't need somebody to choose you to be worthy of committing to yourself. You don't need somebody to choose you and to say you are valuable enough or you're or you're good enough. And now you have permission to love yourself. Like you give yourself that permission. You choose yourself. You don't put yourself last. This is like if you're about to, you know, in, in, in elementary school, how you'll be split up into teams for dodgeball. <laughs> and you were just waiting around for somebody to choose you. And you didn't want to be chosen last because that was like, oh, my gosh, I was chosen last. You know, that was like a big womp, 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 <laughs> right, in, in school. Um, being waiting, to, being waiting, being, excuse me, waiting to be picked. I don't know what the heck I was trying to say, but waiting to be picked. That's the worst feeling. You choose yourself and you choose yourself first. Okay. That's a big way to, to, to honor and love yourself. Choose yourself. Okay. Um, so that was number one, choose yourself. The second thing I would say, like, how else do you show up for other people that you're in relation relationship with? You show affection and kindness to them. You show affection and kindness to them. The things that you say, the loving things that you say, the way you affirm. Think think about like if you have a if you have children, okay. When you're speaking to your kids, how do you speak to them? If they can't do something or they're crying, and you're just showing them all this kindness and compassion, like if they fell or they hurt themselves, or for example, if they got picked last at, at school for whatever the kickball or baseball or whatever, right? And they were being split into teams, like whatever the case may be. You show them affection. You show them compassion. You show them kindness. You say things to them that that show you love them. Sweet things, loving things. You don't talk down to them. You try to build them up with your words. You're speaking life over these people. You're speaking life over your relationships. That is how you are, or how you should be talking to yourself. That same way that you are talking to, like, imagine you are a child. I think that a lot of us, we weren't shown affection in that way when we were kids. So we we need like a double portion of that or a triple portion of that. Yes, you might be in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, whatever, 70s. But it's okay and it's a beautiful thing to speak to yourself in such a way that shows you love yourself to speak to yourself with kindness, to speak to yourself with affection, to affirm yourself, to build yourself up. It's okay to do that, right? We got to turn those things around, those things that we are pouring out into other people. We've got to reserve some of that for us, okay? You got to reserve some of that for you. So show yourself affection and kindness. Um, the third thing that I would say is you support them. When you're in a loving relationship with someone, you support them. You build them up. You have their back. You are loyal. Okay? You are loyal. You ask them what they need. You try to get it for them. You know what I'm saying? You just have their back. You try to partner with them in such a way where they just know, you know what? She has my back. I can go out in the world and do anything. Because this is who I have riding behind me. That's how your kids feel too. 
when you are supporting your children, that's how they, this is how we are nurturing our children and really reinforcing them so that they can go out into the world, a world built to tear them down. In many cases, when we support them, it's, there's nothing like being able to come home at the end of the day. Who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black girl peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like uh, tackling my to-do list or even braving this crazy LA traffic. If you know, you know. So something that helps me tap in is Recess Mood. It's a delicious sparkling water made to enhance your relaxation time and mood without any alcohol involved. So what you will get instead is real fruit, mood lifting magnesium, and stress balancing adaptogens. And again, no alcohol plus no added sugar. So I've tried all the flavors and I really, really like strawberry rose. It's like um, a little burst of peace in the middle of chaos because again, for real, navigating this Cali traffic is insane. Now, recess mood is not only my go-to for staying balanced while on the go, but it's also good for chilling at home too. It's like having a little slice of relaxation right in the palm of your hand. So next time you need a little pick-me-up without the alcohol, without the hangover, give recess mood a shot. It's been a fantastic addition to my routine. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle, I smooth in a little of the Waze Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code self-care for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code self-care. 
as a kid, especially, and know that you have someone there that has your back no matter what. They support you. They're loyal to you. And you need to turn that around and give some of that to yourself. You got to figure out ways to support yourself. Figure out ways to lift yourself up. Figure out ways to have your own back. Okay? That is another way that you are going to be able to show yourself love. God does this for us. All these things on the list God does for me. Definitely. And sometimes he shows up in ways where I'm just like, that ain't what I asked for, God. Or <laughs> it's on his time and not mine. Like, well, where are you at, God? What, what, what's happening? You know what I'm saying? But he definitely, definitely, definitely supports me. And if he supports me, I believe that it's okay for me to support myself too. I believe it's okay to build myself and be loyal to myself too and have my own back. Sometimes we can't depend on people to support us. So people are imperfect and they have their own things going on. Sometimes we're not at the top of their list. They have their own things that they're trying to deal with and their own struggles. So we got to be able to dig deep sometimes and figure out ways to, to support ourselves. Okay? We got we to gotta figure out ways to, to, to just do the things that we need and, and, and cheer ourselves on. Okay? So that was number three. You got to support yourself. You got to build yourself up. You got to have a proper foundation, right? So that way when things happen and things go awry, it's not going to destroy you. You might take some blows. You might take some hits. But if you have that solid foundation of support, you know what I'm saying, of yourself, you can't be defeated. You can't be defeated. All right, so that's number three. Um, Number four. Now, this one's a doozy, right? You got When you're in a loving relationship with someone, you're honest with them. You're honest with them. And definitely, um, sometimes God will tell me some stuff or he'll show me some stuff. And I'm just like, dang, you didn't have to do me like that. You didn't have to hit me like that, God. You didn't have to come at me like that. <laughs> but, you know, his word is truth. His word is truth. And when he reveals things to you, he's not necessarily always going to sugarcoat it. You know what I mean? He's honest. And sometimes we got to put that, you know, we got to have our own come to Jesus moments where we are honest with ourselves. Honest in different ways. This is a big part of being self-aware um, and, and self-love and commitment. You, you <laughs> Making yourself feel good is one thing and loving yourself is one thing, but not at the expense to where you're lying to yourself about things. Like if you have shortcomings that you want to work on, that's great. I mean, not great that you have the shortcomings, but it's great that you are in a place where you're like, you know what? I love myself. However, I know that these are some areas that I can work on. These are some areas where I can get stronger at. These are some areas where I can, um, I'm, I'm not necessarily right now doing myself justice but I can improve. You know what I'm saying? But to get to that place, to get to that point, you've got to get to a place where you are honest with yourself. Without honesty, the relationship like crumbles. Without honesty, it's like 
there's no trust. And how can you trust yourself and be committed when you can't, you can't just be real with yourself? You know what I mean? There's going to be many moments in your life, honestly, because <laughs> I've had many moments in mine where I'm just like, girl, mm. <laughs> I'm like, girl, no, no, baby, what is you doing? <laughs> like, you have to get to a place where you can just keep it real with yourself. This is not beating yourself up. This is not berating yourself. This is not criticizing yourself and saying you are so dumb, you are so stupid, um, or whatever kind of other nonsense um, and, and uh, things that you would say to yourself, possibly. But you can be honest with yourself. If something didn't work, be honest about that. Messed up, be honest about that. Things didn't go the way you, you really wanted deep down inside. Instead of trying to cover it up and pretend like you're okay with it, be honest, you know, I was hurt or I messed up or whatever the case may be. But you, you, you can't get to a place of true self-love and commitment if you can't keep it real with yourself. And these things, it's not like you have to go out and shout them to the world and tell everybody your business. But if you can talk to yourself and have these conversations, you can write these things down in your journal, you can pray about them, but you got to get to that place where you're just like, you know what, I'm going to lay it all on the table and this is what it is, <laughs> right? So that's number four. Um, then number five is you forgive, you forgive yourself. Like every relationship requires forgiveness in order to move forward. Like if you are in a relationship with someone like, like your children or a partner, your spouse, and something goes awry. You've got to be able to forgive them. You've got to be able to forgive them. Now, I know that in some cases you forgive and then you have to release folks. And I don't think that's something that would necessarily happen all the time. But I do know that it does happen on occasion. But regardless of you releasing them with love or, I mean, you're not going to release your kids. You know what I mean? But you've got to be able to get to a place where you can forgive people and you've got to get to a place where you forgive yourself. God is like the hugest forgiver. <laughs> and all you got to do is just say, you know, be honest. This is what I did. Lord, please forgive me. And he does. And once he forgives you, there's no reason to carry that around anymore, even though I know we do. Even though I know we struggle with that weight, even though he's forgiven it, forgiven us, excuse me, we still carry that load around. We still carry that, you know what I mean? That heavy weight on our shoulders, that shame and that guilt. But having a relationship with yourself and loving yourself looks like dropping that weight. You, you were honest about something that happened. You've made mistakes. Perhaps, you know, you have to make amends to someone, whatever that looks like for you. Perhaps you have to make amends to yourself. But whatever that looks like for you, once you've had that come to Jesus talk with yourself, forgive yourself. Do not go back and beat yourself up over this over and over and over and over. If you do that, you cannot move forward in a healthy and loving way. I am speaking from experience that shame will pull you down into the muck and have you depressed and feeling like you are lower than dirt 
And I'm here to tell you that you're not. Let me repeat that again in case you need to hear it again this Monday morning or whenever you're listening to this girl. You are not. You are not. So whatever mistakes you've made and I've made doozies. A few things I will probably never share because they were doozies, like I said. Um, but I've had to get to a place like to, to, to practice this. To put into action this practice of really being committed and, and just to this process of self-love, I've had to forgive myself for, <laughs> listen, I've had to forgive myself for so many things. I'm not even exaggerating. And it's not always easy. It's not. I'm not saying that you snap your fingers and you're like, oh, all is forgiven. And then you just move on with your life. I, I wish, <laughs> I wish it was that easy and, and maybe it is. You know, at some point. But sometimes these things that we do, um, they are a lot. But I think that once we are able to truly forgive ourselves, we can release that guilt and that shame and move on with our lives, right? Move on to just continuing to walk in that purpose that God has for your life. It's hard to do that when you've got a 15-pound or a 150-pound backpack of shame on your back, feeling like you're not worthy enough to even do whatever God has called you to do because you've made so many mistakes. That's what that's what Satan wants you to believe. Trust me. That's what he wants you to believe. It's not true. Okay? Um, so number six, another thing that you would do when you're in a loving relationship. I feel like I'm on like the family feud. <laughs> I feel like Steve Harvey. Um, another thing that you would do when you when you love someone, you're in a loving relationship with them. Um, you know them inside and out. You know them inside and out. Just like God knows you inside and out, girl. You can't hide nothing from God, child. You can't hide nothing from God. That's like my daughter. I know when my daughter, like if she's lying to me. And the interesting thing about that as a side note, I'm not saying my daughter never lies. Of course she does. But for some reason, I don't know if this is a blessing or not. Because God, my daughter will tell me some stuff. And I guess this is a good thing. And I'm just like, I really, really didn't want to know that. Like, I, like <laughs> I'm not going to put her information. I'm not going to put some of the stuff she told me on blast. But I'm just like, girl, really? You really did that? And when she tells me these things, I'm like, okay. You know, I guess I, I'm thankful that, I, and I know she doesn't tell me everything. I know she doesn't. But the fact that I just know her inside and out. Like, I know, like, when she's lying. Or I know when something is bothering her. I know when she's hurt. I know when she's genuinely happy. I I try to find out as much as I can from an 18-year-old because sometimes they hold so much to the chest. But I want to. I, I try to find out like things that light her up. Um, like for example, she loves to draw and she loves anime. Okay, um, things that she wants to do, like career-wise, and and I just try to know her inside and out because I care for her. That's something that you've got to get. You've got to do for yourself too. It's great to to know the ins and outs of our spouses and our partners and our kids and our family members and our friends and other relationships that we might have, but how much of 
how much of that energy are you also putting into yourself? How well do you know yourself? How well do you know the things that you like? How well do you know the things you dislike? How well do you know the things that make you happy? How well do you know the things that bring you peace and joy? How well do you know the things, for example, that you eat that might affect your body in a certain way? How well do you know um, the type of movements that make you feel alive and amazing and lit up? Like you've got to, these things are really just about figuring out ways to be in relationship with yourself and knowing yourself inside and out like knowing what your body looks like inside and out you know like when you go to the doctor they can do an x-ray they can see what's going on or when you look in the mirror naked which I recommend and looking at your body you can see all the folds and wrinkles and stretch marks in my case child (laughs) I'm sorry it's true but it's true um and and just how your skin skin tone looks in certain areas and you know just everything just just learning your body and how, and ways that make you feel amazing like just knowing all of that stuff you got to know yourself inside and out you've got to know your hopes and dreams and fears and and just just everything everything about you god knows everything about you there's a verse where he he knows um uh, actually, don't get me the lion. Is this a proverb or is this a Bible verse about how he knows the number of hairs you have on your head? Can you imagine? Can you imagine how many thousands, I don't even know how many thousands, hundreds of thousands of hairs we have like on our head. That's crazy. He knows. He knows. So you've got to be able to get to a place where you know yourself inside and out. That's going to increase your confidence. It's going to increase your self-love. Okay? And then the last thing that I would say um, about commitments and, and self-love is you, when you're in a relationship with someone, you honor your promises and your commitments. You honor your promises and commitments to them. So, for example, if you're married, on your wedding day, you know, you have your vows. You have these commitments. I promise to, what are they? I promise to love and honor and protect and, um, listen, I don't even know what all of them are. <laughs> I don't know what they are. Um, clearly, I've never had to say vows. But um, whatever those vows are, it's like we're making that commitment before everybody, before God, before our families. And we need to... To, to turn that energy towards us too. This is another way that we're going to take action and, and love ourselves and commit to ourselves. We've got to honor the promises that we make and the commitments we make. So if you say, you know what, to, this week I'm going to just focus on drinking, you know, eight, I don't know, a, a gallon of water a day, for example, or I'm going to go back to school in the summer, or I'm going to start walking four mornings a week, or I'm going to, um, trying to think of what else, I am going to really commit to, you know, losing five pounds in the next three months so that I can just be a little bit healthier, um, whatever the case may be, 
I commit I'm going to handle my finances better. I promise I'm not going to go out and, and, and spend money for every single lunch break. Like there's a ton of commitments and promises that we make spiritually, emotionally, mentally to ourselves, physically to ourselves. But I think the damage comes or um, we start to get those doubts about our value when we don't keep the commitment. We don't keep the commitment and then we lose trust in ourselves. We lose faith in in God. We lose faith in ourselves when we don't honor our commitments. So honestly, I would if, if it's like if you're not ready to make the commitment, don't make the commitment. If you're not ready, like really, really ready, don't make the commitment. Because if you don't, if, if, you're, if you're not able to see it through, it's like another broken promise. It's another broken promise. And I think when we have so many of those under our belt, we just really start to lose, lose ourselves. You know? So it's like the commitments that you make, really think about those things that you're promising to do. That's like when you, like these days, I try not to make a lot of commitments. Like if somebody's like, hey, can you do X, Y, Z? I'd be like, I don't know, I don't know. Because <laughs> I got to really think about it. Let me get back to you, let me get back to you, you know, because I'm not sure. Because sometimes I don't want to do it, you know, or the day comes and you're just like, damn it. Why did I say I was going to do X, Y, Z? And I knew I wasn't going to want to do it in the first place, right? But we've got to figure out ways to, to honor the promises that we make to ourselves. Just like we would figure out ways to honor the promises we make to our jobs and honor the promises we make to our children and figure out ways that we to honor the promises and commitments we make to our friends and family we've got to keep that same energy and 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 figure out ways to to commit to to keep the commitments and the promises that we make to ourselves right so those seven ways are Really just things that I I thought about when it came to like committing more to myself. Like what does that look like? How can I do more of that? How can I strengthen that commitment and self-love muscle? And those were like seven ways that I thought of. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. The same ways that I would want to show up as my best self in a relationship. Um, these are all the same ways that and that's why I found it so funny like God is like the prime example of just how to show up in a relationship like everything that I've mentioned like from him being honest his word being true to showing grace and affection and kindness and love to forgiveness to knowing us like the back of his hand to honoring his promises like when he told, um, who was it, Abraham and Sarah, like, you are going to be knocked up. And they're like, no, we're not. And he's like, yes, you are. <laughs> and it happened. You know what I mean? Um, 
and just the way that he supports and loves us, we've got to be able to channel that that we are give get, getting from God and be able to give that like we're showing love to other people, but we've got to be able to do that for ourselves too. We've got to be able to do that for ourselves too. Okay. Well, all right, all right, all right. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, by the way, I was going to mention, if you are looking for a community of black women that will support you, help to hold you accountable while you're on the self-care journey, and you're looking to learn and actually take action in your self-care journey, um, then I invite you to um, send me an email at connect at browngirlselfcare.com and I will send you a link to get you in to Brown Girl Society, okay? Because that's what we do there. We love each other. We hold each other accountable. There's a lot that we do in there. But shoot me an email. I'll send you a link if you're interested, okay? Or you can join me in the free Facebook group, um, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash browngirlselfcare. You can join me there too, all right? All right, well, that is it for this episode. Let me tell you, sis, I hope that you have a blessed week, a week that is blessed beyond measure. I really hope that you were able to take some notes and that you find ways, baby steps, y'all, okay? Baby step your way, okay? That's fine. But you find ways to just start committing to yourself more and building that self-love muscle. Having the courage to build that self-love muscle is everything. And it starts with some of the things that I mentioned in today's podcast episode. Um, and with that, I will see you next Monday for another episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Take care and be blessed. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beet brand for heart health support. The new Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL.